evening and welcome to another episode of Audie's Oddities. As always, my name is Audie and I'm here to tell you about the spooky, scary shit happening in our world. All right, we talked about some horrible murder last week, which means it's time to talk about something spookier, aka something supernatural. So I wanted to cover somebody that I think we all love deep down. Mothman. Now listen, maybe not everybody loves Mothman, but I do. If you want to know why I love Mothman, I just do, okay? I like the cartoons of him. I like the drawings. I think he looks fun sometimes. I love Mothman to the point that my husband bought me a Mothman stuffed animal, and yes, I will post a photo of it on my Instagram, so if you want to see it, go look at it over there. But without further ado, let's talk about the West Virginia Mothman. So I feel like Mothman is one of those things that we just kind of grew up knowing about. I don't remember a time that I don't know Mothman. But the first sightings of Mothman and the year that I'm just going to call the Mothman year was 1966 to 1967. And you might be thinking, man, that's a short time for a cryptid. Don't worry, there's other sightings of him. But also, he's a moth. He has a short lifespan. And I'm not saying he's dead. Maybe there's multiple of him. Who knows? We'll get there. Let's start talking about it. On November 19th, 1966, two young couples consisting of Roger and Linda and Steve and Mary told police that they saw a large winged creature with red glowing eyes standing on the side of the road near a former World War II site. Let's get into this a little bit more. So they saw this creature walking into this building or next to this old building. And specifically, Linda describes how this creature looks. She describes it as a slender, muscular man who's at least seven feet tall with no arms and a wide wingspan. And the most prominent thing that all four teenagers described were its glowing red eyes that it looked directly at them with. So the young couples flee, obviously scared shitless in the middle of the forest. They all pile into the car and drive away. But not without this creature gliding over the top of the car and screeching at them. All four of them described this screech as a record stopping or being played really fast. You know, that like really high pitch squeaking. This wasn't like a eagle pterodactyl screech, okay? We're talking something kind of mousy. So all four teenagers are followed by Mothman until they get to the city limits where there's more population. So they're all debating calling the police. Like, I don't know, man, that shit was pretty scary and it was gliding over our car and screeching and trying to get at us and like red eyes, oh my God. One of the teenagers pipes up, and I have to believe it was one of the teenage boys, because they're like, I know, we'll just drive back to where we saw it and see if it's still there. And if it is, then we'll go to the police. You couldn't pay me, okay? You could not pay me to go back. That's how you die. Have you ever seen a horror movie? That's how you die. Well, you know, and this time, I guess horror movies weren't that big. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were horror movies, but they were nothing that they are today. So I guess that cliche of going back and you always die if you go back wasn't born yet. But still, I feel like they should have known better. So that's what they do. These teenagers go back to where they saw this thing and see it again. This time they see it in the field just acting really strange and, you know, being a fucking mothman. 
So they all flee to town and go to the police station to make a report. Now, the police does know all of them personally because it's a small town, but he does say they were all very convincing. They were so convincing that when they interviewed all four of them, they interviewed all four separately and they had them all write down their alibis and their stories. And all four of them matched perfectly. And these statements are actually so famous that the pieces of paper that they wrote them on are actually available to view in the museum in West Virginia. But we'll get back to the museum later, okay? So the police and the four teenagers end up going back out to where they saw this creature. Now, they don't see the creature immediately. They actually just hear a lot of noises, see a lot of big shadows, and there's a random dust cloud, like something just ran away. And there's a huge hoof print on the ground. Not a bird print, a hoof print. I want you to think a deer print, but much larger. After this sighting of, I'm not sure if it was the dust cloud or the hoof print or the noises, Linda faints on the spot. And after taking her home, Linda would actually be the one to claim to be visited and harassed with phone calls by the men in black. She also claims that experiencing this creature was somehow opening her up to the paranormal and making her see things on the other side. And I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty damn terrifying. So the next morning, the sheriff holds a press conference in the middle of town. And immediately stories start coming up of people saying, yeah, I actually saw something similar. I just didn't come forward about it. And now it's the hot topic of every newspaper, every news story anywhere in West Virginia. And now we're getting more reports like Linda, where people are claiming that they're feeling dizzy, anxious, or experiencing paranoia after seeing him. And multiple people are claiming to also be seeing things on the other side, just like Linda. And everybody is having paranormal experiences, including poltergeists in the home. I swear to God, I think a poltergeist is terrifying to think about. If I was just sitting in a room and for no reason something moved, uh uh-uh, I'm done. Thankfully, I have cats. I get to blame it on that. Whenever I hear something fall over in the other room, I'm like, cool, my cat just decided that it was going to fuck with it today. But if I didn't have cats, I'd be terrified. So for the next few days, the sheriff's office has multiple people calling about a very similar looking creature. Two firemen describe seeing this large bird with red eyes and police are thinking this is just a huge type of actual bird that people are just mistaking for a weird creature. But the stories are getting more frequent. A contractor calls in because he sees one in his field one night. He says that he shines a flashlight at it and his eyes glow, just like the back of the reflectors on a bicycle. Another woman tells this insane story of Mothman trying to steal her baby and her having to fight with him to get her baby back. Now, I'm not saying she rolled up her sleeves and tussled with the Mothman. I'm saying it was kind of a back and forth, give me my baby back, and I guess it flew off. That one's a little insane. And also, I can't get the mental image out of my head that she was actually in a rank with Mothman, like Super Smash Bro style with Mothman. Which brings me to my next point. What do you think Mothman's superpower would be? And no, flying doesn't count. He already has wings. I feel like it's got to be something with the eyes. It's got to be something weird, like Doctor Strange or something. Anyway, but also during this year, there were multiple problems with pretty much every electronic you can think of, from car malfunctions to police scanners to just like your coffee maker. 
And there's also countless UFO sightings called into the police that year. So currently today, where the first sighting was where those teenagers were, it's now a wildlife preserve. And it has been confirmed that at a one point in time, there were toxic chemicals spilled on the property. So some people have come to speculate that possibly this was a mutated animal. Which I'm fully aware, that's not technically how mutations work, but I want to believe that this one was Ninja Turtle style, okay? Towards the end of all of these call-ins about Mothman, a nature biologist contacted police and claimed that this was just a sandhill crane and not to worry, which does make sense because a sandhill crane is seven feet tall with a wingspan of like 10 feet. But the problem is, is that nobody sighted any sandbirds anywhere near West Virginia in the time. So sure, it could have fallen out of migration, but the fact that nobody sighted this bird and everybody sighted Mothman, maybe people just didn't know what a bird looked like. Maybe that's what we're figuring out. Anyway, so maybe you're wondering, okay, how the hell did we all decide just to call this guy Mothman? Because the original descriptions doesn't really look like a moth. It looks more like a bird. The modern day descriptions definitely look like a moth. Well, back in the day, Batman was super popular. And don't get me wrong, Batman's popular now, but back then it was like, holy shit, superheroes. So the comic books and TV series had just brought on this character called Killer Moth. So the newspapers started taking inspiration from that to create Mothman for their headlines. And I guess the name just stuck. On December 15th, 1967, near the end of the Mothman sightings, the Silver Bridge in West Virginia collapsed and caused nearly... 46 deaths. Due to this insane tragedy and high death count and seemingly at the time no cause for the bridge collapsing, people began to rumor that this was Mothman causing the bridge to collapse, so people have now deemed this bridge as Mothman's bridge. Years later, they did discover that there was a hairline fracture in one of the foundations of the bridge, but who knows? Maybe Mothman put it there, okay? Maybe maybe his wings flapped so damn hard that he just broke the foundation down. In 1975, a book would be published by John Keel called The Mothman Prophecies. And I think that this is where we get the most iconic image of Mothman that you see mostly. The one that he looks kind of like a bug with a human body. You know, a Mothman. But also in this book, it's basically just going over all of the sightings that I've already talked about along with UFO sightings, and in the end, he says that he believes that Mothman and other creatures that we're seeing are just hallucinations brought on by drugs. And listen, that could totally be true, dude. I totally get that. But here's my one thing. If the first sighting of these four teenagers, and they were all on drugs, why would they immediately go to the police? Because I can tell you one thing. If I'm on a bunch of drugs, I'm not going to go to police telling them that I just saw a fucking Mothman. So from that book made in 1975, a movie was made in 2002 under the same name. And this movie's kind of shit, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not trying to shit on filmmakers, but you know, when a bad horror movie is made, it's bad. And don't get me wrong, I love a bad horror movie every now and again, but this one's a little weird. I'm not gonna go through the whole premise of it, I'm just gonna spoil the ending for you. The ending literally ends on the silver bridge collapsing due to Mothman. So take that and do with it what you will. So from 1966 to 1967, the year of the Mothman, over 100 people called in reports about Mothman. 
but only a handful of them actually went to the police. Some people claimed that Mothman was owned by the military, and they would see him flying back to the military base, which is where his home was. And I don't know, but if you ask me, that one definitely sounds (laughs) drug-based. And then Mothman stayed pretty quiet. He stayed quiet for a long time, until about 2016. An unknown man took a photograph of what he claims to be Mothman flying above the trees. Now, what you see really honestly just looks like the back of an owl or a hawk. I don't believe that this photo is truly of Mothman, but this photo does give us the more modernized image of Mothman that we're used to. That looks a little more plushy and cute. And in Chicago 2017, there would actually be 55 sightings in a few months of Mothman all over the place. He was only ever seen near bodies of water. So that's a little fun. In Pleasant Point, West Virginia, there is a Mothman Museum, there are Mothman restaurants, or at least restaurants that serve Mothman themes, and there is a Mothman statue in the center of town. And you can go on Mothman Day and celebrate with him every single year. There has been countless YouTubers, documentarists, or photographers who have claimed to have caught footage or audio of a Mothman, but none of them have truly convinced me to add it to this episode. But feel free, go on your own little web search and find all of these crazy videos and footage supposedly of Mothman because there are some pretty interesting ones. And if you live near West Virginia, make sure you go to the town and check out the festival and maybe, who knows, you might be Mothman's next victim. And if you are, call me. I'll totally cover it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you give me a follow, give me a five stars and hit that notification bell so you're told whenever I post a new episode every Monday and Thursday. And we don't just cover humanoids on this channel. We cover true crime. We cover crazy people. We cover crazy creatures. If it's crazy, I'ma cover it. Also, if you have a request for an episode, make sure that you DM me or send it to my email. If you don't have my email, just DM me. I'll give it to you, whatever. Send it to me. I want to cover things that you suggest. I had somebody in my DMs last week ask where they could send it. So that's where you can send it. As always, my name is Audie, and this has been Audie's Oddities.